you know what that sound means? It's now streaming. Now you gotta ask yourself, did I watch three movies or four? Welcome to Now Streaming. Now Streaming on Now Streaming, where we learn what we are now streaming. I got you for 15 minutes. I came in to do two things. Shoot bubblegum and tell you what I've been streaming. And I'm all out of bubblegum. We're streaming along because it's now streaming time this week on Now Streaming. Welcome to another episode of Now Streaming. I'm your host today, Drew Crawford. A couple of people say I'm handsome. It's mainly my wife and these guys. The, the first guy I'd like to introduce is Drew Allen. Hi, I am not referred to as handsome, but my name still is Drew. And he spells it with a U. And then we have Kyle Cox. Hi, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas indeed. It's that time of year where we just are watching all the Christmas movies and shows. And uh, wow, they just won't stop coming out with them. And I'm a sucker for them. And I watch them all, uh, which mm. is part of what I've been watching this week. Uh, so just to kick us off on the uh, actually, you know what? No. Before we get into the now streaming, I want to tell you a little bit about some text messages I got this <gasps> week. Mailbag, mailbag, mailbag. Yeah, from two to three of our listeners, which I think is most <laughs> of them. And I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> Definitely at like, least a fourth. Much like Santa receiving letters for Christmas. Probably. Yes, but they all, they all go on our nice list. So oh, kudos nice. to you guys, listeners. Keep writing in. Uh, but the first one was uh, somebody commenting that I should listen to my co-host and watch Succession because apparently it is that good. <laughs> right on. Who was that that wrote in? Uh, it was a co-worker of mine uh, that I honestly didn't know listened to the show. And so that was really fun. <laughs> well, Drew's co-worker. Uh, I'm glad that we can bond over Succession and Drew's a stupid idiot who won't watch it. I will watch it. I don't know how I got this reputation. I will watch it. It just. You blundered I'm, one time. You didn't watch The Harder They Fall one time. And now I'll just always assume you're going to lie to me about things you'll watch. I know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just I'm just kind of I'm busy right now, but I will. I will get to succession. I promise I will. And it will be glorious. And I'll report on the podcast when when I start doing it. Uh, you will hear to, about it weekly. Can't wait to listen to your redemptive arc over the next couple of weeks. Wow. Uh, it's going to be a tearjerker. I'll tell you that. Uh, the, the second note I got uh, was somebody talking about how they loved our MCU rundown and then thought that was really fun. So that, that was great. Um, but also they said, quick note, uh, I was bouncing around and I listened to the M- Enemy at the Gates review and I cracked up at Kyle's complete surprise that explosions would be loud during a movie and that conversations were quiet. I hope he can forgive a movie for making explosions loud. Uh, so apparently you were getting some hate about your uh, surprise that explosions are loud, Kyle. How do you respond? To that, I would respond, Alan, shut up. We don't, we don't need your responses. Everyone else is free to respond, but not you. Was I right? That, uh, I mean, yeah, you nailed it. You got wow. the go. From the logo, yeah. Kyle drains it. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember making that uh I don't remember making that distinction uh because one of the things I like a lot about Dunkirk is the fact that you can barely hear the lines but you can hear all of the war stuff. I think that that movie Enemy at the Gates is just a really really bad movie and anyone who likes it is a dumb idiot. So, oh wow. Oh yeah, there you go. That's I think uh. where that stems from. So and also Kevin Costner's bad and also Robin Hood 
is a is a bad movie. Dances with Wolves is overrated. Are you just gonna just keep throwing out shots to see how many people you can offend? Baylor's overrated, and the the stadium looks like a toilet seat <laughs> from a bird's eye view. Yeah, we're just hitting them all right now. I'm proud of you. What are you uh, streaming? I think now would be a good time for me to remind the folks at home that Kyle does not speak for the podcast as a whole. And, uh, <laughs> Although he please should. Please hold that us against us. Uh, all of our sponsors, including Kevin Costner, the Baylor Bears, and the director of... Look, Anchor, if Anchor supports one thing, Anchor apologize. supports the fact that Baylor Stadium looks like a toilet seat from a bird's eye view. I, I, don't think I feel very s- confident about that. I don't think you could speak for all of Anchor. I don't think you're allowed to do that. And also... I- do you think that birds flying over Baylor Stadium poop in it in an increased amount because of how? Because it looks like a toilet seat. Yeah. I would say probably not, but I would. There, a study needs to be done on that. I would so. fund that study. Is what I'm saying. I don't think that birds have a concept of toilet seats, but I, you know, if they did, I'd like to believe they would. So um, hey, it's 2021. I'm not going to hold birds back. That's all I'm saying. Moving on from mailbag, I want to tell you guys a little bit about what I've been streaming this week. Um, a lot of it, you know, the usual shows that are now coming out on a weekly basis, uh, Hawkeye, Wheel of Time, Young Justice. I've talked about those before. Um, but I started watching a couple new shows this week. Uh, the first one is Santa Inc. Have you guys heard about this? No. It's on HBO Max, and it is a claymation uh, episodic thing, but it's created by Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman. And it is very, it's very, very raunchy. Like, yeah. I have to say that on the front end. Uh, well, they advertise it as the people that brought you Sausage Fest uh, are yeah, now bringing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's it's very raunchy. The whole premise is like, uh, it, it's claymation, so it makes you feel like it's going to be like another children's show kind of thing. Uh, but then they're cursing all the time. They're being very, like, disrespectful to all religions, all creeds, all, like, sanctity of christmas type stuff uh, christmas is a corporation where santa is like the head president voted on by the board and elves are like you know working in the factory and like you get there's like different chairman positions and stuff and it's all a political game as they're trying to move up in the world it's really really funny um hmm. but it is very very raunchy so i have to like warn anybody before you jump into that it's going to get dirty real fast. If I may derail and ask a question real quick. When was the last time Seth Rogen was funny in something? <laughs> super bad? Has it no. been since super bad? I that can't be the right. Interview. The, the interview was funny. Okay. I like that. Maybe I'm wrong. I kind of feel like he was a one trick pony and then that trick like got old real quick. So I'd be interested to see what this Santa Inc. is about and how he does hmm. that. Uh, he just came to mind. I, He's a voice actor in the Kung Fu Panda movies, and I defy anybody to not think that those are funny. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. The, the hard thing for me is I can't tell you chronologically the uh, timeline of Seth Rogen. You think of Pineapple Express and Superbad, and it's like, I'm sure he did something. That, you know, knocked uh, up. And, the one with and, Catherine uh, Hagel. There you go, knocked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 40-year-old virgin. He had seven lines. My gosh, sure, sure, sure. incredible. I just understand how he became... He became observe and report. Ah, the classic. Yeah. On the, uh... I think now's a good time to thank our other sponsor, Seth Rogen, for <laughs> the podcast you deserve. Uh, we hope to give you. If some only Seth outs. Rogen had been in Eternals, 
that really would have wow been, that would have brought that it really home. would have brought uh, it home. excuse me i'm gonna go try to get this knife out of my back uh, <laughs> uh but the the other thing i've been watching the second season of the witcher has just come out on netflix and uh i really enjoyed that i like the first one um i'm a fan of the video games i never read the books uh but i've heard they're good as well that's uh, uh henry cavill as like a thin muscular santa claus right he's not uh, thin, he's huge he is pretty thick and muscular <laughs> he's a large man uh little little fun fact apparently he's such a fan of that character that he like demanded to be in this movie he was like yeah. he told his agent he's like do whatever you need to do get me in that in that show yeah. Um, and apparently he's so jacked that it keeps tearing through his, uh, outfits. Like they had to make like 12 of his outfits. Cause he keeps like busting the seams. It's like, that's amazing. Uh, and terrifying season. I watched season one back when it came out a year ago or whatever. And it took me like four episodes in to realize that it was being told non-linearly. Oh yeah. I had no idea what was going on. I was lost the whole season. And then when I finally figured, I was like, "Oh, I should go back and rewatch it." And I was like, "God, that's a lot to go back and rewatch." So I'm actually just started rewatching it this week with my wife because I thought she'd like it because she loves the video games. So, oh nice. Uh, let me know how season two goes if you enjoyed. Yeah, it. I think I liked season one, but I was so confused the whole time. I don't know if I did or not. So so far, season two is being told in a linear fashion, picking up right where season one ended. So from that standpoint, it's much easier to follow because that I agree. Uh, season one was very confusing if you didn't know what was going on. And the only reason I knew is someone told me that going into it. Gotcha. Uh, the other two things I watched this week were movies. Uh, I watched a Christmas movie, uh, The Man Who Invented Christmas. I don't know if you guys have seen that or not. Uh, oh, it's the one of Sean Connery and no. uh, Michael Caine, and they go... No. No, not even close. Uh, but I, I see what you did there. And uh, I'm here for it. No, but The Man Who Invented Christmas is actually uh, about Charles Dickens writing A Christmas Carol. So it's about him coming up with the inspiration for it, some of his like historical background and his life. Uh, and it's kind of told in a fun way as he imagines the characters and Scrooge and the story and like sees it come a life around him as he starts to write it down and it mirrors things that are going on in his life it's a really fun story uh, and it's a really well done movie. And I think it came out a couple of years ago, but this is the first time I've seen it. And I think I'm going to watch it every year now. Um, Christopher Plummer is in it. He plays Scrooge and he's awesome. He's hilarious. All right. Uh, and the last thing before I'll, I'll kick it over to Drew Allen here in a second, I saw Spider-Man no way home and yeah. guys, I have so many thoughts and praises. That movie was amazing. Yeah, it was. If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home, just go ahead and hit pause and then Google Showtime's no, no, no. near you. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to spoil uh, it. I was like, no, what no, are you doing? No, no, no. I'm not spoiling anything. But like, yeah. go find Showtime's right now. It is worth it. It's so good. <sighs> it completed so many things for me. Uh, we will be discussing Spider-Man No Way Home at length uh, in a week. Episode 50 of Not the Podcast You Deserve. Put it on your calendar. It's coming. So we're, we're giving you time. We're giving you a week heads up. You know, here's your spoiler alert. Next week, we're going to talk about it. So you have no excuse now. You have to go listen to it. Uh, but Drew, what, what have you been watching this week? 
I am glad you asked. Also, Crawford, that was a great uh, list of streaming recommendations, and I'm jealous of your list because my list, I'm kind of, it's mainly just two things, and I'm kind of in a weird space because of them. Uh, I've been going through like a series of movies that I have not watched, but I feel like everybody's like, you should watch these movies. And now that we're, you know, hosting a movie podcast, I feel a little bit of responsibility and also gives me a reason to watch some older black and white movies. Um, with some some people who are no longer with us. And when I think about older films, I think about like that kind of the good era where like men, men went off to war and they came back to their wives who were waiting for them and they didn't do anything wrong. And they stood up for what's right. And so I sat down to watch a, a streetcar named Desire expecting a oh. fun little film. <laughs> Not the thing you Interesting. <laughs> a, a little romance. And yeah. boy, was I mistaken for what that movie is and yeah. i'm kind of sure. traumatized by <laughs> what i watched not that it wasn't good you know well acted and and you know i don't i'm not as much of a play um viewer so i i, I you know i know this was a play originally and so there's a lot of stuff um <laughs> that goes into this that i was not able to gleam through and on my first pass through not knowing what to expect not knowing anything about it i was like huh those relationships are terrible. Not <laughs> ideal. Yeah, I not do ideal. not want to watch those people's love yeah. story. Further proof to one. further proof to our high school teachers that you didn't even read the Spark Notes for that book we had to read. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it's. I would like to point out that Drew Allen and I share an HBO Max account, yeah. and uh, so like the the things that we've recently watched HBO Max are like the Justice League. Young Justice Succession and a Streetcar Named Desire. It's like one of these things is not like the other. I saw that this week and I was like, huh, I think Drew's yeah. into some weird stuff this week. You, you guys are breaking the algorithm. Yeah. yeah we'll see how good it is. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, came away from that not knowing what, what I was getting. And, uh, you know, Marlon Brando is jacked. I'll give yeah. the man that. Like, dude. I mean, that, that was before people knew how to work out, and he is swole. Talk about <laughs> actors ripping their shirts off. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, kind of why my I'm in such a funko weird space is because I went from a streetcar named Desire to catching up on all of Hawkeye. And how much have we, have we talked Hawkeye on the podcast yet? Oh, are we talking Hawk? Are we talking <laughs> Hawk? Not in depth. I think we're we're gonna. Should we wait? I, I was going like to pitch that we were going to save a Hawkeye review. Yeah. That. Okay. Uh, suffice to say, if you have not watched it, I would recommend it, even if you're not a Hawkeye fan. Um, if you're a fan of the Daredevil series, I think it's kind of a similar level of content where it starts off a little slow, but it's a little bit more serious, and you get some good character development moments through a couple characters you haven't really heard of, and I think they do a good job weaving in kind of a street level. So I, I think those are some good parallels to this show. Um, even though this is a little bit more comedy, a little bit less dramatic than that one was. Kyle, would you like to round out our now streaming episode with what you've been streaming? So after our MCU uh, podcast last week, I was really just like on a bender and I was like, I, I gotta, I wanna watch all of my favorite movies again. So I, I rewatched Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Age of Voltron and Captain America, Civil War in that order. And it was just such a great weekend. And then I realized something about these movies and I wanted to ask you guys who is like your least favorite character in the MCU of like you know the big the heavy-ish hitters the A and B cast 
Like, who is, like, your least favorite from the MCU? I probably would have said Scarlet Witch prior to oh, wow. WandaVision. Okay. I think WandaVision kind of made her character more interesting to me. Um, prior to that, I was like, all right, she, she's kind of boring. Um, that is a great question. I don't know. I'm hmm. going to jump in here with the Winter Soldier, I think is a very oh, cool no. character. Yeah, very cool. And, like, in the Captain America movies, phenomenal. Incredible. In the Avengers movies, they kind of don't really know what to do with them. Yeah, yeah. And anytime your character's superpower is an assault rifle, I'm just kind of like, <laughs> man, you it's can like do that, something uh, else. In a video game, when you when you unlock the boss because you beat him, and then all of a sudden he's just like an average guy. Yeah, he's not yeah. the dude that you took you spent 78 <laughs> hours of your life responding right. and trying to beat. That's a great yeah. example. And that that his mechanical arm does get cooler throughout it, but yeah. Anytime he's in like the giant army versus army battles in uh, the Avengers movies, and he's just yeah. got an assault rifle, and I'm just like, man, he's really shooting guys. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. did it in a circle that time. That was me. <laughs> yeah, uh, for so, for me, I think it's Rhodey. Um, I was gonna say watching yeah. these movies back again, I was just like almost distraught at how bad Don Cheadle is in these movies. Yeah, like, he's terrible. Like he's so bad, and then also Kobe Smolders, who I'm a big fan of. I loved her in How I Met Your Mother, but she's also terrible in these movies. I was this- really waiting for Marvel to bring her into like a TV show somewhere and like really flesh out what her character's supposed to be. I bet she's in Secret Invasions coming up. If I had to guess, okay, I would bet because that's a pretty Shield heavy situation. Like, were uh, they I'm pretty sure. were they planning on having her replace Nick Fury when he? goes down like she does do that in the comics maria okay. hill does replace nick fury in the comics at some point but uh and i usually think that she's a fine actress but like kind of just everything she says i'm like are you the worst i think you might be <laughs> the worst i think you're pretty close to the worst then outside of marvel uh i finished peaky blinders and drew you were talking about how like it takes a, it took a lot of emotion to get back into breaking bad after you got away from breaking bad for a little while and yeah. that's i I binged the first four seasons of Peaky Blinders, like in like a, like three weeks, four weeks, maybe. And then I took like a four month break. And now I went back and finished season five. Might have actually been better because season five was awesome. And uh, if you drew Allen, you're not cut up, are you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm through season four, but I have not okay. started the, the newest. Season five has Anna Taylor-Joy and a really good bad guy who I didn't recognize from much of anything else. Uh, and there's a perfect cameo in it. It's great. And then finally, if if I look disheveled tonight, if I look tired, if you can see the redness in my eyes. Listener, if you can hear that my voice is cracking and maybe I'm not on my A game today, it's because the goddamn child kept me up until like 2 a.m. last night and then I couldn't fall asleep. So I was like, all right, well, I'm up. Like I might as well just watch something. Guys, they put seasons three and four of Ink Masters on Netflix and when I tell you that I watched almost every episode of season three of Ink Masters this morning, I mean that from 3 a.m. until 7 a.m. I sat on this couch watching Ink Master season three. Then I got up, showered, and went to work. I have not <laughs> slept because I was watching Ink Master. And then at 8 a.m. Googled tattoo shops open near me. <laughs> yes. yes. And I'm not even like a big <laughs> tattoo guy, but something about that show, I just love it. It's it is my favorite show. reality TV show. Uh, and so I am, I have one episode to go. I, I could not, there was not enough time in between 3am and 730am to get it, the whole thing done. So 
it is equal parts game show and reality TV show yeah. because yeah. you get like the contestant part and then people having to live with their tattoos. That's, that's <laughs> thinking, like, whereas like The Bachelor, like you lose like, oh no, I didn't get a rose. Okay, like we're leaving a limo now. Like an Ink Master, if you lose like, I just put a deformed goat on the side of that person's face <laughs> that is going to be on them forever. And like, okay, I guess I don't get $100,000. And, and, and they see- got that tattoo. That's tough. Like, who really loses here? <laughs> in season three, they heard all of the canvases, the body canvases, into a room, and they <laughs> yes. all vote on who's the worst tattoo. That is, that is just asking for chaos, and I love it. Because everyone's defending <laughs> their tattoo like like it's their life is on the yeah. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> this messed up snake is supposed to have three legs. Like, that's what I wanted. And you're like, I no, you him. didn't. You didn't want that. No way. That is so true. Yeah, those guys are like, no, 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 I wanted that. No, that my my he did it right. That's what I wanted. And other people are just like crying because they're like, yeah, they messed up. I didn't want this. I'm getting ready to go to work. Like I'm still watching it while I'm like putting my shoes on and like getting my backpack ready. And then I got to the one where the the guy has to sketch the he has to tattoo the face of the grandma on uh on on her daughter's like leg and it just looked so terrible and she's mm. just sitting there crying and she's like it doesn't look that bad and I'm like it doesn't grandma like let's just go to work now oh, like, no. it's just traumatizing i cannot wait for this to end so i can finish ink master <laughs> season like, i really want us to get through the christmas pod asap so i can finish before i pass out so uh that's what i've been streaming and uh if you the listener have had fun so far in this podcast like we have please stick around the next episode will not be as good because we're talking about christmas movies and uh one of us really loves christmas movies i think the other one is kind of whatever about it and then one of us is like please don't make me watch anymore but uh, i wonder who's who based on that (laughs) i wonder who can hold our hands and walk us into a christmas wonderland next on not the podcast user